Welcome to the Quick and Deep Healing Podcast, your odyssey to the vast world of holistic healing methods. I am your guide, Healer Nora, and I am happy to share this journey with you. Hello, hello, and welcome again to the Quick and Deep Healing. It is second uh, of January. We are in the in the year two thousand twenty-four, and I have here Juha Riverhill with me. So uh, hopefully you already listened the short episode because now we are really diving deep with Juha. And uh, yeah, Juha, I would like to ask you the first thing: like, um, how did you? What changed inside you so that you could start decoding the higher realms instead of the the astral planes where there are the bugs? <laughs> well, that's an interesting question because uh, <clears throat> that's actually one of my my favorite teachings about spirit and the energy and the energy levels. Uh, I think major thing always is that you want to know who to connect and thinking about the source where you want to uh, channel the energy or the information so i started already already really early i started to realize that i want to connect connect the source the the real divine and nothing else matters and then I started to connect with spiritual masters and I wanted to connect into their realm. Mm. And uh, so I did. And and afterwards, I've been thinking that it's a major, major thing that you need to know how to connect the real source, real energy, how to, how to make the personal connection to divine. And then... And from there, it's really easy to start to do things. So now we probably have a lot of listeners there thinking, well, how can I do this? How can I have the the direct connection with the divine? So how does that happen? Well, uh, best connection you can get or make is from heart to heart. So first, you need to be present where you are and be loved. And be in your heart and listen. And then uh, make conscious connection from your heart to the divine's heart. And send love and receive love from divine. And then you can connect most safe way. Because if you're doing it other way, if you're not in your heart, then your ego is connecting to divine. And then then it's not going so well. <laughs> yeah. What what can happen if the ego connects with the divine? Well, most of all, the connection won't make make the daylight, you know, it won't happen. <laughs> mm. And you you might connect to somebody somebody else, some other, let's say, astral level being that is not so nice. And mm. then usually you get your your miss um misleadings and uh, misconnection and then it means that you might have a false information and then you are not in a right let's say knowledge or wisdom yeah do you think that that happens a lot in the spiritual uh, circles uh, unfortunately yes 
and and many of the channelers fall into astral level and they are not getting the real divine connection. And uh, I think the real guideline is there that when you are connecting, uh, if you are seeking for formations, uh, if you are seeking for beings or something like that, then you are really easily ending up to astral plane and then not into divine because in the real, the, the light world or the divine's world, there's no uh, formations, there's no forms, there's only love and light and, and different colors. Mm. High colors that are like golden, uh, white, or some 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 pink or some other colors like that. Mm. Yeah, I I totally get it. Yeah, and um, what do you think? Like, if people could start creating this connection with the divine, like, what usually happens? Um, on on their spiritual path after that well i think it launches off you know uh, it really starts and especially if you have ability to make the the speaking connection with your own spirit guides and divine then you get the best knowledge there is you know it's a most safe way to do it and also if you connect with your own spiritual master or teacher Mm. whether it's uh, physical or, or spiritual then if it's spiritual then you need to really really good connection and also ability to, to telepathic conversation you know and right. I think it's possible to everybody but some people have some spiritual blocks in that that they cannot connect and speak in their in them with their minds to somebody some other, being or some other person because of those uh, past life blocks. You know, there are a lot of, <laughs> lot of dirt still <laughs> we all all have, but, you know, it's uh, that's one of the major things that we should check out the past and the uh, past curses and swearings and so on and, and contracts. Yeah, definitely. And this... This has been actually an interesting part of our journey when I, when you have been mentoring me too, that I have uh, found out about my past life, something that I didn't know before, even though I have kind of also been in those before, but there was definitely a lot of new information coming. So uh, that's, that's really cool. And uh, it really helps when yeah. you clear out some of those obstacles, because very often we are not, not even aware of them. We are trying our best, but then, you know, something is kind of, holding us back so that's cool and yeah, it's so, so much it is so much easier to heal those things from other people than from yourself somehow I feel that at least me I'm I'm very often blind on my own things but I'm very sharp when I'm healing others like I, I can find a lot of things but I don't know have you seen this same phenomenon happening yeah I think think that uh, in Finland we have this steel roof outside of house I usually call that we have sort of a steel roof top on here that we cannot see inside of ourselves it's really easy to see the other yeah. and I was joking once that I should make a consultation to myself watching from the mirror you know mm. 
mm. you know, sitting in front of a mirror and reflecting my own own vision from there, you know. <laughs> yeah, why not? That might that might really work. That might work, yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's cool. And how about the the um, uh, spiritual masters? I would like to ask about them. Like, how do you see or spirit guides? How 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 do they how do they work with an individual? Well, uh, first of all, you need to also think about. Uh, discrimination there that you discriminate the connection that you also are aware of where the connection is coming and and again connecting from your heart to the mm. to your spirit guides or master's heart so then you have clear and uh, pure connection with them mm. but uh, actually this is one of my favorite topics because there's that is how I ended up to spiritual spiritual things and seeking for my own mastery or something like that. Uh, because I got really excited about the connecting with spiritual masters. And I read a lot of books about that. Every book there was in a library, actually, but <laughs> and uh but there was no internet that back then. But you know, <clears throat> then uh, connecting with them, I think uh, usually if you are getting connected from spiritual masters to you, then you need to have a little bell ringing that that might not be the case. Mm. So that's why it's really important to discriminate where is it coming from because actually all the connections we have is in a mental level. We are connecting from mental level to others. And in the same level of plane, we have our ego's thoughts. Mm. So that's why it's really difficult to make the difference between your ego's talk and your uh, spirit guides or spiritual masters or angels. That's mm. why I uh, always say that when you're connecting and, and waiting for an answer, it, because in the beginning... You might get one word, you might get two words, you might get one sentence and at the time, not whole conversation with them. So it's really important when you connect with them is that you ask the, ask the question from them and wait two or three seconds. Mm. Because I think it's really false say that first thing we get into head is from... from uh, intuition or connection with other beings but actually it's from your ego because mm. your ego wants to be allowed all the time so it's really important when you ask ask the questions from your spirit guides wait for three seconds and you can actually calculate in your head the one two and three and then listen mm. then you have clear and 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 peer connection with them. But uh, it's also that it's really important to know that spiritual masters are there because um, spiritual masters and your your spirit guides, they appear in the, in the monad. And when they are in the monad, so that's higher self, when they are connecting like that, that's why the connection is not so easy. Because it's in a really high level being we are talking about, not astral level, right. some kind of a soul connection, but it's a divine connection. And mm. 
and spiritual masters. They are they've been part of them uh, from previous human kinds from other planets, and part of them are already from this human kind from mm. Earth, and they have got enlightened, they have got through the initiation path and they have got their mastery. There are a few that have come through from this earth realm to the higher dimensions. And maybe we can mention a few of them, but there are not so many. Yeah, but well, from... do, do mention so people maybe they know them or maybe they have been in contact with them. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but in, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think in Asia there has been uh, many during the million millennia, and uh, I think I think one of the most famous is of course Buddha, Gautama Buddha, um, Siddhartha, and uh, I think second one is really important, and it. Uh, I think most important for for humankind is uh, Jesus. He's one of the one of the real jewelry of the humankind, but he's one of them because he brought the Christ energy, the higher realms, uh, spiritual knowledge in the world two thousand years ago. That's why he's important, and also there's been. Later, some others you might know, Saint Jeremiah, uh, who's called these days Master R, because his last name was Rochigi. Mm. Uh, and then uh, there's been like one in America that was called uh, Prophet, Mark Prophet. I think he's been at least the third grade initiated. And I think in Finland, we have really important master that was Called, um, or is called Elias. He was reincarnated in the Finland called uh, Pekka Ervast. Ah, Pekka Ervast, yeah. Um, I think many many people in, around the world knows also Paramahansa Yogananda. And he's one of the most famous, I think. And, and then, of course, Master Lawrence. Mm. He's one of the newest ones who is uh, Steiner. Rudolf Steiner. Ah, he founded Steiner. The, yeah, he founded the Steiner Institution. Yeah. So there's few to to mention. Yeah, I didn't actually know that Steiner is one of those. Uh, that he, I knew that he was very highly developed uh, on a spiritual path, but I didn't know that he's one of uh, the so-called ascended masters. Yeah, today yes, but not when he died. No, but after that he got. He has he's been reborn and reincarnated, and he got his mastery. Hmm. Oh wow! Wonderful. And you mentioned yeah. the initiation path. Do you want to tell a little bit about that? That is an interesting concept. Yes, it is, and uh, mostly uh, Indian people or, or some uh, other systems are talking about that. But in a, in a Western world, we could say that. Uh, the Theosophic people are talking about the initiation path because in India they are calling them enlightenment enlightenment levels uh, that person needs to climb to, to get into 
full mastery or the full enlightenment. But in, in Western world, we usually call them initiations. Yeah. And um, actually, there's three major initiations that, that we need to go through. And I, I've been making making and some videos and writing books about that. And I also have one book. My my major book is in a, in a, um, Amazon. It's called the Golden Book of the Humanity. It's in English there. So if you are interested in, uh, I got it there a few years back, and I've been telling and <clears throat> teaching people about three three major lessons a person has, and uh, they're also the major three initiations. One is the fear and the refuge. One is uh, bitterness and thankfulness. And the third one is uh, hatred and joy. Mm. And those three things are all the time going around and around in an in initiation path. We need, to, we need to heal those things in ourselves. Our temper, if it's too low or too high, and we need to deal with our bitterness and and tangling on things and also dealing with our other emotions and fear because they are in a way of our true enlightenment. Yes. So that's the short version. Short version. <laughs> long, yeah. Yeah, a long one could take two weeks to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because the, the word enlightenment brings a lot of um, images with people. Like uh, some people think that then you are a yogi in a cave uh, meditating for 100 years. And then after that, you are so-called enlightened. But uh, yeah, I think it's a very nice way how you bring it in a very practical form and understandable form uh, for everyone to work with themselves to work on their own healing and spiritual path. So I, I really like that concept that the the spiritual evolvement is not only for a few, it's for everyone. And that's why we are here on this planet. Yeah, that's why we are here talking today, because it's, uh, it used to be in a caves and in a secrecy. And nowadays we need to think about it's for you. It's for me, for everybody. And it's... Uh, because of the pioneers, we have been listening and learning from them. Because pioneers, we are here and able to speak this loudly about uh, reality and the uh, spiritual realm. Mm. And I think uh, <clears throat> enlightenment is misunderstood in many ways. And it's uh, there's a there's a quick or there's a, some kind of a highway highway of doing it. And I think this is the moment when I can share now this gift. Yeah, and already definitely. indicated it to when we connected to other spiritual beings. So hmm. uh, there's uh, four major things that you need to understand in a spiritual path. And I always say that if you have some problems in some areas, go back to basics. And these four things, they are basics. They are spiritual basics. And if you if you try to do it other way, 
then you are trying to do it with your mind or with the left brain, with the intelligence. And when you are thinking about spiritual uh, development, it always needs to come through heart. If we don't, if we don't connect our heart, then we are really lost because that's not the real spiritual development if you're trying to make it with your head. Uh, so best thing is to to say that I'm present. And when you are trying to be in a present moment, it doesn't always pop up like that. You need to use your words to create uh, this, uh, let's say, I would call it like a present moment or the present moment of being, the heart state. Mm. And when you are when you are in a heart state, you can really connect to spiritual world and you can connect to divine. But if you are not in that connection, then you are really lost. But first one is being present and saying to yourself, I am present, I'm here and now. And when you are saying that, you can already uh, feel the atmosphere changing. Yes. And you are getting uh, settled in the moment and you can observe the moment more easily and, and feel how your body is feeling, then you can feel how you, your thoughts are floating, floating and so on. And then the second one is that you need to be love. But in Finland, we say rakkaus, which everybody says it's so roughly to say that. You know, and, uh, yeah. In uh, Estonian, they say that uh, uh, armastus. Mm. And in Swedish, you are saying that elskar. But there's three different word, uh, letters that are major when you are saying it. Because that's why when you say, I'm love, you really need to have effort for that. But in Finnish, you can say, I am rakkaus. <laughs> and then you are really, you are love then, you know. Mm. But in English, you need to say it more uh, intense way to be love. Mm. And you can say, I am love. And then the third one. And uh, oh, those three letters, yeah, R, A, and S. They are the letters for heart. Mm. Uh, you can connect through those three letters in the three different flames of the heart. Mm. Yeah, if you have ever heard about the three flames of the heart, those letters are R, A, and S. Mm. Interesting. And then the third, third is... Uh, when you are saying, I'm in my heart, then you are actually saying that you really are in your heart, in your heart temple, place where you can reborn. Mm. And then when you're saying, I'm in my heart, then your consciousness lowers or higher, goes higher in, into your heart. Mm. So then you can create and think from your heart, not from your head. Then you can uh, be in your heart and make your life paradise. Yes. When you are using your heart's wisdom. Mm. 
And then the fourth one is that I am listening. It means that you are in your heart and you listen with your heart. Mm. You listen to the divine and so on. Yes. Those are the four, four major basic things in a spiritual development. And I I hope that you, lovely listener here, will take take these and use these because they truly make a major shift because that's the moment when you get out of your head. <laughs> and when you get out of your head, then good things start to happen in every level, in your healing path, in your like uh, stress levels, physiolo- physiologically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. So I, I, I highly recommend you to take this exercise and use it at least once a day would be yeah. great. Yeah, and maybe two times a day before you go to sleep, and then I think, I think the the major thing that you get from them is that you are in the reality. Yeah, exactly. You always connect with your heart and listen. Listen from your heart. You are connected to higher knowledge and your higher self. So it's yeah. not really just something. It's really important. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Cool. So how about, um, I wanted to ask, uh, you mentioned that uh, the energetic or the spiritual point or the area um, is changing in the world at the moment. You, you didn't mention it during this uh, this conversation, but on our other conversations. And I found that very interesting and um that uh, the light rises from Pohjola uh, theme. Would you like to open that a little bit? Like, what what is that about? Yeah, light is coming from north. Hmm. Well, uh, that is really old. Uh, I'd, say, I'd, I'd say the early, earliest thing where it started from is what is proposition. Pekka Ervast and other some also. Uh, Rudolf Steiner and uh, uh, H.P. Blavatsky, who is uh, who founded the Theosophical Society of the World, they've been talking about the northern light, and they've been talking about that light comes from north. So it's like a prophecy that is saying that uh, so bright light is coming from north that is going to illuminate the whole world. And that's not all of it, but it's uh, shortly said like that. But uh, northern light actually means that. How is it? Uh, well, let's start from the beginning because I always want to start from the beginning, so you can understand the basic base of the thing. So, why is it changing? Is that the masters of our unconditional love, masters? Who are who, who's been making here on Earth the inner government that is uh, helping human humankind and other kingdoms to develop? Uh, they have sent and they have reincarnated all of them on Earth right now. That's why it's so important. And why is it about the Northern Light? Is that hundreds of them have reincarnated to the North to mm. Finland, Sweden, Norway, and some North American countries, maybe. And others 
others are in the rest of the world because India used to be the capital of the, the spiritual masters and so on, but it's not anymore. The masters have reincarnated in the north. And what it means is that they will come from women, they, so they reincarnate normally as everybody else, and they will start from scratches and they develop their, themselves from childhood to adulthood and then they will start to do some spiritual work here in some way. They will help and they will bring the light. That mm. is the major thing here. That's why Northern Light is so important. But there are also spots on in the nature that have, they're like the sources of light and most of them are in the northern or southern part of the earth. And they've been illuminated in the past few years. And they've been, the vibration has been raised up now all the time mm. globally. And it means that everybody starts to deal with their past. They start to uh, purify their past. They start to rise up in a spiritual level by themselves because mm -hmm. of uh, divine energies helping them. And that has never happened before. So vibration is really high, but it means that we are also cleansing a lot of stuff from us. It's not an easy path, but people are now forced to develop because as a humankind, we cannot develop without help. And now masters have reincarnated among us to help us. Yeah. That that's... is the cool thing here. <laughs> that's cool thing. Uh, when yeah. I heard this, I kind of finally understood why I had to reincarnate in Finland, because of course I, mm -hmm. I want to be part of that, even though I'm more like a Spanish person in enjoying the sun and the sea and the surf. But but mm -hmm. I do understand why why at this time we have to be also there. And by the way, me and Juha, we have been in, in many places together already in our past lives, right? So we have been in yeah. Egypt and we have, we have actually been, I think in India, we were together also. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And then in yeah. Atlantis, so yeah. we have been in many places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why you are in, in the north, because we need your light as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. who is developing and wanting to bring the real real self in the world and into our bodies, we we spread the light to everybody, yes. Exactly. That's that's why we are that's why we are here and that's why you are teaching me again in this life a little bit. <laughs> Only reminding you. Only reminding, yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yes, I've been reminded as well by my master. I I have a spiritual master who help me. Yeah. Uh, I I call the it's a heart guru. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I think it's important to have some kind of a teacher. Yeah, let's uh, talk about this subject. Like uh because many people are nowadays saying like, oh but there is so much information, you know, internet is full of things and and I can just go to YouTube and check these things. But what like what what would you say about uh, about the spiritual development without someone who uh, can understand more than you about the subject? 
Well, I think it's essential for our development because I noticed one point that I had read every book that I needed to be read, read, uh, read, and I read really high and spiritual books, uh, some old, older books about spiritual development and so on. And I was really excited about every, everything. And I also read uh, Louis Steiner and, and of course, Eckhart Tolle's present moment things and and I read a lot of books, but I noticed in one moment that I cannot see everything myself. It's like I said, we have this roof, this black roof that we are trying to look down. Oh, there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I noticed that I cannot develop myself from that point on. So I started to seek for the master. I, I really wanted, I asked from divine to bring me physical teacher who can teach me how to go through. And even though I had learned these four basics and many, many other basic things, I couldn't see everything because it was so hidden yeah. inside of me. And then uh, suddenly I got uh, connected to one book. It was called... Uh, uh, out the bio, a biography of uh, Paramahansa Yogananda. Yeah. I started to read the book. I think one of the greatest uh, business leaders have also read the book, like uh, Steve Jobs, and they have met, uh, they have uh, been interested in Paramahansa Yogananda's teachings. But actually, I wasn't interested in his teachings, but in a book. I noticed uh, Paramahansa Yogananda had had master, uh, Sri Yudkeswar Giri. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't, like I usually do, I want to check the book like this first and then read it. But I didn't. I started from page one and finished in the last page without checking the pictures first, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Because I had a feeling that there's something in this book. And I started to read it. And then uh, he was going from master to master and trying to find his own master. That's about the book is about that, actually, and uh, his own enlightenment and finding his own guru. And then first page before the, the Yudkespa's uh, face came out, I felt that. I felt energy rising up. And then, then I turned the page and I saw Yudkeswar Gili there and I, it was like lightning and all the energy went through me and I knew that that was my teacher. Yeah. And then and right he away... Has, like in the picture, like it's a very, very strong energy that he has, like the presence. Yeah. Like I'm reading that book at the moment and I love yeah. it. And I truly recommend it to you. It's one of the best books I've ever read in my life. But uh, yeah. but really, like uh, his energy is super powerful, and also in in the way he talks with the with the Yogananda and and stuff, it's it's really amazing. Yeah. Yes, and his uh, his uh, wisdom is he's been really guiding many many people back then. And when he got he died, I think it was nineteen thirty four. Then he. He got his mastery. He's also one of the masters. But then uh, about Yudkeswar, I 
immediately connected with him mm. from heart to heart. And I started to have two-week conversation with him. Whoa. I, I uh, uh, spoke with his uh, higher self about everything I needed to know before in, in, in enlightenment. Mm. So he helped me really with that. And, uh, well, he's my master. Of course he can do that. Of course, that's natural. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> and yeah. nowadays people are talking, I want to point out that there are so many teachings nowadays in the YouTube and in the world that saying that you don't need your own master. You don't need your own own teacher. And I think it's real false there because I couldn't do it without, and I don't know anybody who have done enlightenment without any guidance or help. Yeah, and, and if you think even <clears throat> on an energetical level, that, you know, if you don't know about how it is to be on the next vibrational state, like how how can you go there? So when you when you are connecting with someone, either in a physical form or uh, in a spiritual um, uh, form, they pull you to that energetic level. It's it's a physical yeah. thing actually that happens. It's not only like oh I learned some new thing. It's actually yeah. changing your vibrational state. Of That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> How can you do that alone? I, I I don't know. Like, yeah, you you should know first first of all how to rise energy, how to rise to the level of consciousness, and you're gonna do it if you haven't gone through that path and yes. rise your own level of consciousness. Yeah. So it's like with anything. Like, how can you learn a language if you don't have people to talk talk with? Like you can't learn a language by yourself alone exactly. without talking to anyone. So that's, that's how... so true. Yeah. Well, hey, but any last words that you would like to share with us? This has been truly an amazing episode. Yeah, I think uh, one one of the good reminders is that um, there are some teachings that are saying that you shouldn't be grounding, mm. and I think. If you don't do the grounding properly, that you don't ask the Mother Divine, uh, Mother Earth to bring up her energies into your physical body and 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 ground your t- learnings, what you've been learning in your practices. And after the practice, it's really important to ground the wisdom and knowledge that you have gained from the practice. I think in general, grounding is really important, especially if you start to connect with your heart and 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 create from your heart think through your heart then it's uh most important then is to ground yes ground maybe three times a day and not bringing the roots down because they're they're already there but bringing up the uh, mother's energy up to you and helping you to ground the wisdom and knowledge and and your physical bodies just in uh, also in your conscious level or your own in your daily life consciousness so that uh, when you are learning things you also want to have that wisdom and knowledge in your day, everyday consciousness it's not in somewhere there you need to bring it here yes. that's why I for for instance I uh, 
meditated many years and did spiritual practices, eyes open. Because then I learned how to, to connect the wisdom and knowledge like this in a mm -hmm. daily basis. You don't need to close your eyes and listen, but you can just do it here. Like we are talking, I'm all, also channeling the energy and, and the knowledge because I've been practicing to use my throat chakra, even my eyes are open. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is that is definitely a good reminder. And what I see with my clients, for example, when I um, have healing clients, that many people, because they are so much in their head nowadays, we have the yeah. computers and cell phones and stuff. So the grounding, even for you for yourself to calm down your nervous system is like super important. But especially mm -hmm. if you want to connect with even like um, more information and uh, you want to uh, gr ground that knowledge and wisdom that you get. But yeah. grounding is super important. Um, wonderful. This has been an amazing episode and I am sure that our listeners got a lot uh, out of it too. Um, uh, I thank you very much, Juha, and I hope that uh, this year 24 will bring all of us many beautiful things. Uh, do you already see anything that is going to happen this year collectively? Any any wisdom that you got? Yeah, actually, actually, made a, a monthly letter to my clients, and I haven't released it yet. But uh, I uh, channeled a little bit about the next year because past two years, you know, everybody knows that we've been we gone through so much uh, war and and uh, endings of the COVID nineteen and so on and. Uh, I think that people in general, the whole humankind went through past five lives they have had on earth before this. They, they've gone through all the energies from five past lives that are previous from this life. And, uh, you know, there's been like Second World War, World War Vietnamic War, First World War, and the Legion disease mm. during the First World War. Then there was uh, like American independency wars and there's been uh, civil wars in many countries and, and also the French independent, uh, the civil war and so on. So past li five lives have been really important but also really heavy for everybody. There's Holocaust and there's many things. That's why the past two years has been really intense because we've been going through all that. Yeah. But, but this year, 2024, we are going through this life. Mm. But we have a lot of room to create something new. So 24 promises us really uh, beautiful energies and, and our spiritual things can rise up because we are going through only Next two two years, we are going through only this life. Wonderful. That's that's something that many people probably are very happy to hear after these <laughs> heavy years yes. behind where we have been purifying. Yeah. Many things will happen, of course, and there might be some countries changing, and the wars are still going on, but they are releasing their calm. 
they have come up between different uh, people, different nations, tribes, but they yeah. are not. But I think everything will settle down soon, but I don't know when. We, don't, we never know. We never know. It's about the divine timing. And uh, the last thing I want to ask, how do people find you if they want to contact you? Yeah, that's a great question. I have a website called youhariverhill.com. There's not much activity at the moment, but uh, there's there's a, I have this YouTube channel, Riverhill as well. So if you want to check out my English videos and ask if you want to see something more, and then I make some different topics about spiritual things and and see you there. If you, I hope you like it. And uh, that's how you can connect me. And also, um, if you want me to come into some kind of, uh, some other countries, if you want me into Spain or somewhere to talk about this spiritual things, I will be there. But we have to then think about and and talk about it more. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Juha, for this amazing interview. And uh, thank you for the lovely listeners. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, I wish you a very, very lovely year, 2024. And um, we'll be in touch. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All the best, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. And because I am here to help you on your personal healing journey, don't hesitate to contact me on www.healernora.com.